This content is suitable for curious and objective listeners and viewers only. User discretion is advised. You know they say if you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you go. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. The Credential Show. Yeah. <laughs> we And in case you didn't know, it's the final week of NFL Agent Study Edition. <laughs> it's test week, baby. This is where practice meets the test. <laughs> this is where all the hard work comes. This is where all the fear and anxiety builds. It's test week. You know it's coming. But did you study? Did you take notes? Did you pay attention in class? Are you are you carefully reading? These are all the things that come into play during test week. Are you really about that action? Are you really going to perform when it's not even about the bright lights? It's about that piece of paper. Are you going to answer the right question? Are you going to read the question correctly? Are you going to do those things that you said you're going to do? Are you going to step up and not fold under the pressure of a test? Are you built for it? Are you built for it? It's test week. NFLPA, we here. Let's go. Bop. <laughs> yeah. This is a big week. I'm ready to become an agent. I'm ready to help. I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to show off my expertise. I want all the smoke. I want it all. I want it all. My lungs is strong. We built for it. Ha! I'm excited, baby. It's test week. NFL PA. NFL agent. We got 60 questions, and we got three hours. What we gonna do? What we gonna do? And we need at least a, a C. What we gonna do? Let's go! And welcome back to another episode of The Credential Show. I'm your host, Charles, where we make thought-provoking content in the form of information and inspiration this is an exciting week thank you crowd you're far too kind this is the the start of an exciting week because as i mentioned in in the in the intro man this is this is test week man this is the culmination or the conclusion of the nfl agent mini series <laughs> And if you don't know, if you're tuning in for the first time or if you've been tuning in, as you know, we have been putting on a, an exclusive mini-series chronicling the things that need to be learned, things that need to be understood to be an NFL agent. I had the privilege of taking a course hosted by Sports Management Worldwide and agent, former agent, columnist, Joel Corey, shout out to you for hosting an amazing course to even further prepare me to be an NFL agent. And what I decided to do is what they say in learning 
is the best way to really learn something is to teach it. So I decided to, to the best of my ability, teach what I've been learning over the course of these last two months in preparation for this NFL agent test. And I'm just excited to finally be here, be in the moment, be in the moment to take this test. And I'm recording this at the beginning of the week because I'm going to get too hyped. The test is this week, so I'm trying to, you know, knock out this episode ASAP so I can put all my focus, all my energy, all my chakras, <laughs> all that good stuff towards this test. And uh, these are exciting times, man. What a time to be alive. I've been waiting two years, you know, since 2019. I've I've been ready to embark on this journey, but due to life happening, due to circumstances happening, I had to pivot, right? And uh, while um, I was salty in the moment, I decided to make it a blessing in, disi- a blessing in disguise because this wasn't a blessing in disguise, but I decided to make it a blessing in disguise by being proactive in learning and growing and developing and improving and in controlling the things that I can control and making sure the things that I can do, I not only appreciate them, but I try to excel in them. I try to to make them better. I try to improve on the things that I was lacking in, you know, and I, like I said, this wasn't a blessing in disguise, but I just said, you know what? I want this to be a blessing in disguise. So I did the necessary things. I decided to take action. I decided to live in faith and not fear. And through those things, now we are here. (laughs) Yeah. So in keeping up with the series, I just wanted to give you now, this week is all about, this is going to be a relatively brief episode. I just wanted to go over the rundown of test week for future certified NFL agents along with how it's different this year compared to previous years, my strategy for taking the tests, and uh, we'll be talking about, you know, just a further uh, recap on how to deal with fear and anxiety in major test-taking situations. Here we go. Now for this NFLPA agent week. So the normal procedure is prospective agents would fly to D.C. And in D.C. there is a three-day seminar. And on this three-day seminar... All prospective agents usually take the test from what I remember is the second day, like in the evening or the third day in the evening. But generally speaking, agents take the test on the second or third day in the evening time. And the first day, day and a half is all about reviewing and recapping what are the main focuses of this year's test. And the main emphasis points that they want to have for first-year agents or prospective agents. So they'll do that for about a day, day and a half. And 
that's generally when a lot of smart prospective agents take notes on what they're saying because generally speaking, what they're talking about is going to be answers on the test. So it's very imperative for people who want to do well on the test to take notes and be attentive during this uh, day, first and part of the second day. <laughs> and also, you're meeting with prospective agents and, you know, you might be forming little study groups. You might be also sharing notes with prospective agents, um, sharing tidbits, sharing information. And at the same time, you also have a Q&A session where you get to clarify any questions that you had. Uh, you get to clarify any thoughts, any feelings that you had about the test. You get to clarify what's going to be in the test, what's not going to be in the test. So generally speaking, this is all done in person. And then the test is also in person. And it's one of those tests where you are allowed to actually use any notes <laughs> right <laughs> you get to take notes and make notes and use notes uh during the test however one tidbit right now i'm telling all my big test takers who may have fear and anxiety with tests or not good test takers when when the test is open notes open book right bring your own stuff this is not a situation where you take it easy and you're like you know what i'm just gonna have all these things printed out and during the test i can just boom 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 like easily breeze breeze and find the information that i need for each question you know when it's open book open notes you want the best way to capitalize on open notes and open book is understanding the material and understanding the material flow. And you may be wondering, like, what do you mean? Hmm. Like, what do you mean by hmm. material, hmm. material flow? Well, what I mean by that is understand the material in terms of understand what the message of the material is. So, for instance, if I'm in article article 26, right, and I'm talking about salaries, or and the, and the article is talking about salaries, well, I want to know, okay, how do salaries work? Do they work on accrued seasons or credited seasons? Do salaries, is there a minimum? Is there a maximum? is what is the minimum what is the maximum how do you differentiate the increase or decrease in in salaries with the additional game check how does that work what are the qualifications to get the additional game check right so i want to have a basis and understanding of what salary is and then for the open notes to make the most of it. Now I know since I have open notes, I'm going to have the list of all the salaries there. That way I don't put all the pressure on myself of remembering the salaries 
but I know how to get to the salaries. I know why they're making it. I just don't know how much in specific for certain years. So that's what I mean by understanding material, understanding the flow of the material, right? If, for instance, another one would be proven performance escalators, right, for a rookie deal. How I'm going to take advantage of the open notes is I know that you get the year one escalator for second through seventh round is based on playing time. The year two escalator is based on playing time. The year three escalator is based on making the Pro Bowl. Right. So I know how you qualify. I know what it takes to qualify. What I will rely on my notes is, is how much exactly is that number? Is it 2.14 blah, 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 or is it 3.4 blah, 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 blah. Right. That's what I use the, the notes for, because the minute you make the the notes your crutch or you think it's OK and it's cool to not really take the studying serious beforehand. Well, you can go ahead and do this to your test. <laughs> bye bye. You're done. You're done. You lost. You lost. You lost. Because you also got to think about it too. Even though it's open notes, open book, it's not in. It's not going to be in the order that you learned it. It's not going to be cookie cutter laid out the way you studied it and nothing's even cookie cutter because this is a cba right you take you have open notes on a collecting a collective bargaining agreement which is basically an agreement made by lawyers (laughs) written by lawyers in lawyer language for the most part lawyer language and labor union language so this isn't one of those things where, hey, it's open book. Oh, this is going to be a layup, you know. Um, it's it's nice to have open book, and it's going to be a helpful resource. But if you make it your crutch, if you make it the thing that you're focused on, then you're doomed. You're not going to have the, the success that you envision for yourself. And... It's not going to be, and that's not because, oh, God, you know, um, this is what God wanted for me. You know, this is what, no, it's technically what you wanted for you because of the choices that you make or the lack of choices that you make. You know, everything happens based on the choices that we make and the choices that we don't make. Life's about as a series of choices, is a series of choices and decisions and actions. That's all this stuff is about. So, as these scammers call me, I'm reminded it's choices, 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 choices. <laughs> so, if you're curious and you're like, hey, you know, so what exactly are you going to be talking about on these day one, day twos, hmm. right? Hmm. What, what what do they talk about? So let me tell you. Let me give you a little rundown. So 
Uh, actually, I'm recording this Monday. So Tuesday, we have the first session. Is from 12.55 to 6 p.m. And what they'll be talking about is the basics of the NFLPA contract system, player benefits under the CBA, representing the injured player, and representing your client beyond contract negotiations. And then at the end of the day, Q&A, which is optional. And then on Wednesday, we have here... 11.55 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. It's going to be day two. And it's going to be a day one recap Q&A. Starts at 12. That's optional. NFL drug policies, substance of abuse, and performance-enhancing substances. Regulations governing contract advisors. Salary cap and contract negotiations. Economic and Financial Resources, NFLPA Players, Inc., The Business of Football, and End of Day Q&A. And then the third day is Test Day. Now, since... This is all going to be done virtual instead of the normal in-person routine. What's going to be unique about the test is it's actually going to be taken via ProctorU. Now, for those who are in college and for those who also went to the University of Florida, there's one I am familiar with, and I think FSU too. ProctorU is what a lot of universities use to host tests. And what ProctorU does is you basically use your webcam and there's basically someone on the other side watching you as you take your tests. And uh, that's how that goes. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Now, something that is to be noted is that with ProctorU and this test, normally you're allowed to actually use your laptop, which is another disadvantage, right, uh, between this year and previous years, not only for the lack of in-person connection and touch and all that stuff, but also the fact that this year you have to, you have to kill trees. Yeah, and what I mean by kill trees is we have to print out everything that we want to use as open notes, per se, which in normal years, you're allowed to just have, you know, your Word documents, your notes, your note documents, and, you know, a file, a, a copy of the CBA on your laptop, and you can just interchange between which one you need to use. But this year, everything has to be printed out. And everything has to be um, has to be printed out and approved by um, the um, the administrator, along with the fact that you're only allowed to have five pieces of scratch paper. I don't know why there's a limit on scratch paper, but there is. And then the last restriction is also you can't use a smart calculator. You have to use one of those plain Jane calculators to 
do your calculations for certain salary cap questions, rookie pool questions, and things of that nature. Things that require some some calculations, some calculations. So that is, there's a little bit of a strategy difference, you know, in also, there's a difference between the speed, too, if you think about it. The speed of going on your computer, pressing Control-F, and finding whatever you need to find, as opposed to it's printed out, and now you have to search. I made binders. Uh, I decided to make binders instead of keep all the information in a, in a notebook. I decided to use binders since I printed out some stuff as well. So it's going to be a lot slower for me to just check through my binders and see, hey, okay, this binder, and now I have to go through the individual pages and find it that way. It's going to be a lot more time-consuming. And remember, this is a time test. And as they say, time waits for no man. <laughs> so, in an effort to strategize and make it to where I'm able to navigate my open notes easier than normal. I decided to, like I said, I use binders, but I made three binders, right? And I decided to chop up everything into philosophies. So my first philosophy is drugs and agent information. And drugs, agent information, and discipline. So on this binder, which you can't see, <laughs> but it has club discipline, on-field fines, performance-enhancing substances, substances of abuse, grounds for denial, certification, along with appeal, suspension, expiration, general requirements for agents, agent prohibited conduct, agent compensation, agent disputes, Agent Oversight and Compliance Procedure, Personal Conduct Policy, and then Representation Agreements for different types of NFL employees, whether it be recruiting assistants, and personnel, coaches, and then uh, the grievance notification form. So that's one binder, right? So that's agents, that's discipline, that's uh, drugs and substances, and that's in that binder. The second binder is all about player benefits and accounting. So revenue accounting, accountability and, and care committee, uh, players' right to second opinion and, and surgeon of choice, along with injury benefits. But this is a benefit. Benefits, so just benefits in general, right? Grievance and injury settlements, which are benefits. Injury protection. Um, for some reason, I put commissioner discipline in there only because the grievance article is literally right after, right before commissioner discipline. So, whatever. Exit, um, extended injury protection, discipline and grievances, injury protection and benefits, termination pay, um, agent regulations. I put that in there too. I don't know why. Oh, you know why? Because the notes I printed out had. The benefits squeeze them with the agent regulations. So that's how that goes. Players, Inc., 
NFL PAE benefit sheets, player benefits costs, retirement plans, second career savings plan, line of duty, total, total and permanent disability, neurocognitive disability, Upshaw health reimbursement account, personal and medical records, workers' compensation, um, benefits not applicable to the 21 season, and group insurance breakdown. So that's my second binder. And then my third binder is everything contract-related and a player's normal course of activities that they have to go through, right? You got the season, you got the postseason, you got the offseason, you got mini camp, you got training camp. So in here, I got the rookie pool number, I got draft signals, free agency Q&A, Salary cap rules, NFL rosters, NFL roster lists, salaries, NFL player contracts, salary forfeitures, rookie contracts, rookie terms and proven escalator, contract status, and rookie free, I mean restricted free agent tenders, practice squad, waivers and vet contracts, off-season workouts, mini camps, rookie football development, preseason training camp. Uh, squad size, meal allowance, days off, moving, traveling expenses, postseason pay, Pro Bowl, incentives, and renegotiations. So in total, there's about 63 to 65 different articles. And articles, uh, chapters is another way of putting it, right, in the CBA. CBA goes by articles. There's 65 articles. And then there's appendixes, which is extra information about the articles, so think about it as 65 chapters. So I've broken these 65 chapters down into three separate sections and then grouped chapters or articles that were similar to me or similar to how or, or similar in nature, I should say. That's a better way of putting it, that are similar in nature. And then that way... At least when I'm trying to use my open notes, I know, okay, this is where that information is going to be. It's going to be in this category. or I mean, this binder, this binder, this binder. And now I just got to go through the binder, and that shaves off a little time. In addition, right, one of my strategies for uh, taking big tests like this is... Don't waste time on the things that you don't know or didn't plan for. So, you know, there's going to be, there there might be questions, you know, on a big test and you felt like, ah, I study for everything. You know, you got a good feel for everything. You study for everything. And then there's a curveball in there. And in big tests, it's important to not, try to do too much, right? You realizing after, well, you know when there's a question, it's like, ah, I don't really know this. When that happens, just skip it. Come back to it, right? Because you're going to need five minutes to, to, to probably solve it. So save that five minutes in the end and not use that in the beginning because when you use that five minutes in the beginning, now you're all your your rhythm is gone and now you're playing catch up. Now you're playing catch up. 
So we don't want to play catch up, <laughs> right? You want to be in a position where you can check, you can check your answers once, twice, three times if needed, right? And making sure that you answer all the questions that you know off rip and are confident about first and then you double back and answer the questions you're not so confident about that's one of the major keys to to big tests you know when i took my what is it uh not sat but uh gre which is you know the admission test to get into grad school similar to this right except you there is no open notes you just had to Go remember what you remember and take it off that. So a big thing I did was on the math portion, if it was a type of question that I study for, cool, I'm going to answer it. If it wasn't what I remember, what I studied, or I already also know that's not my strong suit. So it's not my strong suit and I don't remember it in the examples that was given, so I'm going to just skip it, you know? And in the GRE, you're able to not be judged on the things that you don't answer. So I said, cool. Let me not answer it, and let me get judged on the things that I know because the things that I know, I'm confident that I really know. And I ended up getting a really good score. Right. And I think the key to big tests is preparation, ah. you know, and if you're prepared to pass, if you're prepared to succeed, then guess what? It's going to happen. You know, it's just like a big test is just like any big any big challenge, any big opportunity, any big moment, it's all about the preparation. That's why the greats, right? A lot of times what they say is, or not what they say, but what they do is they really practice. They really hone their skills. They really develop their talent. They really develop their mental along with their physical to be prepared for the moment and what happens is that moment doesn't feel as big as it is it's just another moment another thing that we practice another opportunity to show off to to show off and to to give people a glimpse into the hard work and effort I've been putting in in, in for this moment you know that's another thing that what happens with big tests, you know? Some people see this as an opportunity to show off, to to celebrate the amount of success and hard work they put into studying, to taking diligent notes, to asking tough questions, to looking not the smartest in these class sessions and, you know, putting themselves out there to see if their thought process was right or wrong when going through the reviews in class. And it's through that that you're able to learn the most because it's still practice. And knowing that it's practice, 
you're probably if you're the type of person who does that, you're probably going to be one of only two to five people in that class, in that group that is putting themselves out there. And you're going to be able to ask the questions that everyone else wants to know the answer to. But you'll get the answer in a way that helps benefit you because now the question is going to be answered or solved based on your thought process or your thinking process. And you're able to figure it out as opposed to the person who got it wrong because you can get a question wrong and there's a million different ways to get the same question wrong. But if you're not intentional about the preparation and seeking answers and being comfortable not looking the smartest, (laughs) right, then you're going to put yourself in a position to have real success. And that pressure and that anxiety of the big moment won't phase you because you already did the thing that you're scared of or that you're fearing. You got it wrong. You failed. But since you did it in practice, since you handled the fear and anxiety in practice and you made the effort to be uncomfortable and ask the teacher or ask the assistant or ask the person running the course, you know, what did I do wrong and why is this wrong? How do I fix it since you did all that work? Now the big moment's here and you don't fear it. You're ready for it. You're salivating at the moment. You want to take this test. You're fiending to take this test. You are dying to take this test. You know, you want to get over because you also know that once you take the test, now you get the real reward. Now you get the thing that you're really, you're really striving for. Now you get to, to relish in the opportunity that you've been planning for. You have to be locked in on the bigger purpose. And what I mean by that is, what does this big test mean to you? And what are you using this big test for? So for instance, me, this big test is going to get me a license. That's going to provide me an opportunity to pursue a career path that will allow me to impact people that I want to impact and make a living out of it. When you have that motivation, when you have that type of stakes and opportunity on the table, your study sessions are different. Your focus in those study sessions are different. Your belief and your mentality towards those study sessions are different. And it's in a profession that I've been wanting to work in for for years. It's a different type of attitude, different type of mindset that you're bringing to the table. As opposed to you're taking a big test just to pass a class 
for a, a letter grade. Right? If it's only just for the letter grade, I don't like your chances of doing well in that test. But it's a big test and it's going to give you the letter grade to qualify for a scholarship or give you the necessary grade to qualify for a grant or for some type of program or some type of, yeah, program or internship, then that's a different type of, once again, that's a different type of energy, different type of mindset, different type of focus that you're going to be applying to that big test. And you may be saying, well, I'm just in so-and-so grade or I'm just a so-and-so major or, you know, and that's the difference, right? The people who, who do well, who focus on these tasks, on these tests, and, you know, a big test is just a a metaphor for, you know, or a synonym for, for life, you know? And if you approach it, well, it's just this, or I'm just this, or I'm just that, then, yeah, you won't have success. It will be challenging. It will be difficult. But the great ones give fake challenges to it, right? The great ones may be like, you know what? I'm just a sophomore, and I still got two more years away from college. However, I know that I want to be great in this or I know I want a full scholarship or I know that you know if I have the GPA I know that I'm I'm not a good SAT taker you know if you're in high school I know that as a sophomore I need to get all A's on these tests and this big test is not just a big test it's an opportunity for me to get one step closer to this scholarship that I'm working on Right. I'm a sophomore. I'm a freshman in college and I'm in a major that I'm really not passionate about. Well, this. This big test, while I have no interest in it and it's difficult and I really don't understand the concept, this test is an opportunity. To show. Maybe the school, maybe myself that, hey, I can accomplish something that. I don't want to do because guess what? In life, life is a whole bunch of doing what you don't want to do to eventually do the things that you want to do. Even if you start at third base, you know, even if you start at second base, there's still going to be thousands of hours you have to put in doing things that you don't want to do in order to achieve results and do the things that you want to do. The people who have the success early didn't at even an earlier age. And the people who have success later decided to do those things at a later age. <laughs> so with me saying that, now you know 
It's all about do you want to do it? Do you, Are you willing to do it? Do you have a purpose or a passion pushing you to be able to do it, to push you through and do it when you don't want to do it, right? That's what it takes to really do well in a big test. Just like that's what it takes to do really well at a big job. You know, to do really well at a big job, there has to be an intrinsic motivator that goes beyond the challenge. For me, there's an intrinsic motivator beyond the test. You know, for people at jobs, there's an intrinsic motivator beyond the job. Maybe it's I have kids, and now that I have kids, I actually have something to work for besides myself. You know, a lot of people won't tell you that. A lot of your parents won't tell you that. But a lot of kids, right, who uh, if you are uh, fortunate to have financially successful parents, you'd be surprised if you asked them, hey, like, what was your motivator? And they'll say you. (laughs) And before you, I was nothing. And because of you, I decided to tighten up. And then there's also ones that parents that are intrinsically motivated without the kids. And those are often the people that work the most hours and are honestly detached from the household a lot. And while they're able to financially provide, they don't emotionally and mentally provide. Which, as we all know, in 2021, your mental is arguably more important than your physical. Because your mental can transform your physical. And your physical doesn't really impact your mental, in my opinion. But that's just me. And uh, I said I'd talk about fear and anxiety, right? To, To wrap things up. I mean, what I'll say about fear and anxiety is we fear the unknown and we are anxious about the assumptions now why do we fear the unknown there's a multitude of reasons in this perspective why you fear the unknown of a test i would say it's because you didn't prepare you didn't study or you don't know the material right you're fearing that in the heat of the moment, when they ask you a question, when they ask you about a concept, you're not going to know what they're talking about. That's the only thing you can fear about a test. (laughs) Not knowing shit. And then that causes or that can lead to anxiety. And anxiety, right? Being anxious being nervous right there's no there's no anxiety 
in something that you're ultra confident in. Or if there is anxiety, once you get into it, it's gone, right? Because using sports, right? Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, during the Super Bowl, of course, they're anxious, right? Of course, they're nervous. But once the heat of the moment begins, it goes away. And it will go away if you put the necessary time and effort in. Or if you don't put that time and effort in, but if your confidence and your self-belief is through the roof, then that can negate (laughs) the anxious feeling that you feel. This has been another GSP production. The Credentials Show. Where we make thought-provoking content in the form of information and inspiration. I'm so glad you had a chance to learn about my thought process. And I'm excited, man. NFL agent test this week. I'm so excited and so pumped up. I'm a little anxious. But there is no fear. This is my moment. This is what I want. This is my passion. This is my purpose. This is a chance for me, as I was talking about, to show off. Show off my 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 hard work. To show off the the intentionality and to be great Goodbye. generational sports partnerships and productions appreciates you viewing and or listening to this original content series let this empower you towards positive action now let's be great